Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So what's the purpose of the meeting? They've been meeting uh, for hours. You got Vladimir Putin. You got President Joe Biden. What's the purpose of it? What's the tangible? What is it that you're trying to take away from it? Right? The reason to have a meeting is because you need to get something accomplished. You need to get something answered. You need to get an understanding and and an agreement. Otherwise, you, you, you could text or email. I think that question's a fine question. Now, sometimes you have a meeting because you're just giving something a shot. What was really the purpose of the meeting regarding President Trump and Kim Jong-un? Do we really, really think he thought we were going to get to peace? They did talk a couple times, and you did see Donald Trump step into North Korea, which was insane. Guy is fearless. You got to give him that. You got to give him that. But even I said at the time, you got to have some preconditions. There's a lot that Kim Jong-un would have to do in order for me to have a meeting with him. Otherwise, you're giving him way too much credibility. Way too much. Trump saw it differently. He also didn't consult with me. We see the problem. With Vladimir Putin, what is the what is the thing here? What what is it that you're looking to do? What is it that you're looking to get uh, accomplished? And the answer is I don't know. I do not know. What I do know is that we will not hear about how Biden is Putin's puppet. And that's all we'd be hearing about regarding Donald Trump. And it doesn't matter what happens. Tony Katz, so great to be with you. Tony Katz today, Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Tony Katz. Go to TonyKatz.com, get the podcast, support the show. That much is fact. That what will happen is that we will be told that nothing was more important than this meeting. Nothing was more important Then these two getting together and look at how Joe Biden acted. Ah, he really did prove America is back. Keep hearing this thing about America is back. I don't know what this is supposed to be. I was on Newsmax yesterday. I got asked this question about Biden and Putin. And uh, this was part of my answer. The the, the bigger question here is why should it be low? They go after the oil supply, the cyber hack uh, on the Colonial Pipeline. They go after the food supply. JBS is responsible for 25% of the meat processing in the United States. I like when people buy local. I like when people buy uh, uh, American. But still, this is massive. For what reason should it not be low? What is it that we're actually looking to do here? I don't mind if Vladimir Putin finds out 
out we're not happy with him. I don't mind that Vladimir Putin finds out we're angry with him. I don't mind another set of sanctions. What I do mind is the idea that we're going to go to the G7 and go to these meetings and say, America's back. Back yep. from what? Where did we go? This is wordplay for the American press. And even the Australians know we're, that the American press in way too many ways, sans Newsmax, of course, is absolutely full of garbage on this subject. So when they say it's at a low or they say we've got to rebuild relations, no, we have to set the table that you can't hack our oil supply and you can't yeah. hack our food supply yeah. without a Without a response is what I said. Now, I, I, I will admit I said one thing uh, improperly there. I said even the Australians. I don't, I don't mean to diminish, diminish the Australians. But they're mocking American press and how they're dealing with Biden. And they're absolutely correct. And that was my point. And I'm sorry I said it that way. I really am. Because I wasn't trying to diminish the Australian press. That wasn't my, my purpose or my intention. It's just the way that one came out as I was having this larger conversation. Lovely people. Everyone should go to Australia. Me too. We should go right now. But the idea that America is back and, oh, we're at this low point with with Russia. Shouldn't we be at a low point with Russia? They attack the oil. They attack the food. They are engaged in military exercises off the coast of Hawaii. They're engaged in military exercises off the coast of Hawaii. Three F-22s were deployed from Joint Base Pearl Harbor-Hickam. The Russians were working on tactical maneuvers in the waters. They've got a missile cruiser, an anti-submarine ship. Do you think it's a coincidence they're doing this just before the meeting begins? Of course not, and nobody else does either. Purposeful and intentional the way the Russians do their thing. But the question before us is what is it that we want out of this meeting? What is it that we are looking for? What is good about this that creates an opportunity that creates a value for the American people? And the answer is, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I have been thinking about it. I've been working on it. I've been searching it. And I don't have it. I'm bothered by the fact that I don't. Now, it could just be very, very simple. You meet because you meet, world leader and world leader, and hey, you want to at least create um, some kind of, of of relationship. Yeah, you go and you shake a hand and you you you, you have yourself a coffee. And like, how are the kids? Uh, how's Hunter? Uh, you know, Hunter. What are you gonna say about Hunter? Oh, by the way, I I may have had the greatest line in uh, in my TV life yesterday about Hunter Biden. I'll share it with you. You will tell me, is, is it the funniest thing I ever said? Is it the meanest thing I ever said? You, you, you will tell me, you will be the judge and jury and possibly the executioner. We'll find out. Right there, the reason to have the meaning is just to show that you had the meaning. And not that anything's going to come of it. Right? Um, it, it, it's just to, just to get together. That's it. That's its purpose. Just to get together.
So, okay, I can see that. But I think some people are going to ask, okay, what did you get out of this? What did we get out of this? You don't go into a meeting where the only thing you could do is make your position weaker. And that needs to be asked. Meanwhile, one of the stories coming out is that the American press were manhandled by Russian uh, security agents. The problem is they didn't have Stephanie Grisham to hold them back like she did in North Korea. This was Trump's uh, press secretary. She was the uh, press secretary for the first lady for a while and then was the press secretary uh, for, for Donald Trump. And she was the one holding them back and allowing the press to get into the meeting. Physically held them back. I mean, that's just absolutely fantastic. Media describes uh, the room as chaotic, journalists being pushed and shoved, Russian security pulling the red, the red rope that separated the media from the leaders to try and keep journalists away from Putin and from Biden. And, of course, uh, the, the foreign minister was there, uh, Sergei Lavrov, and uh, the secretary of state was there, uh, Antony Blinken. It's not Anthony, by the way. There's no H. It's Antony. A-N-T-O-N-Y. Right? That's, that's what happened. If you're uh, uh, grabbing a journalist and things like that, it's not cool. It isn't what you want. Certainly not what American press is used to, except for the fact that they are. Explain to me what is different about this and the way the press is thrown out of Biden press conferences, how it was thrown out on the trail. Nope, you got to go. You got to move. When, when Hillary was running, they literally put rope around them and, and kept them corralled in a pen. The, this, you think the Russians are the problem here? Political left has been doing this to the press for years. I am hearing uh, grumblings. Uh, louder ones. Uh, that um, it, 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 uh, it, it does seem quite clear uh, that uh, you... you you have people wondering what what in the world uh, Biden's doing and how come they're so not welcoming of the press. They, you have people openly discussing this. So we've got statements that we'll hear from Biden and statements that we'll hear from Putin. You know, will we hear them today? Will, are they worth anything today? Do we have to wait to see what some of the result is? Maybe. But I think a good question to ask yourself, it's, it's, it's the question to be asked around the, 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 the kitchen table, right? What's the point of this? That is a legitimate, good, valuable question. Why did they meet? Why did they get together? What was going to be accomplished? And if you tell me, well, nothing... Then I say to you that doesn't that then create a danger of what damage can be done by this wrong thing, the slip of this, the misspoken that? That's what we would say about Donald Trump. That's what we'll say about Joe Biden. Oh, oh, and the mainstream media won't, but we stopped listening to those people a long time ago. I'm Tony Katz. 
I never touch I wish that I could stop loving you so much, much. Cause I'm the only one that's trying to keep us together yeah. When all of us I say that I should forget uh -huh. I wish you were the best, best The best I ever had yeah. I wish that the good outweighed the bad Cause yeah. never Now I'm not a fan of Roger Waters or Pink Floyd Because I'm not a fan of anti-Semites But holy cow did he take Zuckerberg to task now, I think I've got this edited right uh, there, Producer Ari, but finger on the dump button just in case. Tony Katz. Tony Katz, today, good to be with you. I guess Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook, wanted to use a Pink Floyd song for uh, uh, for for uh, an ad campaign about Instagram, and Waters was like, what? This, this is something that I actually put in my folder when I came out here today. You have no idea what it is. Nobody does, because it arrived... Uh, on the internet to me this morning. It's a request for the rights to use my song, Another Brick in the Wall 2, uh, in the making of a film to promote Instagram. So it's a missive. <laughs> it's a missive from Mark Zuckerberg to me, right? Arrived this morning with an offer of a huge, huge amount of money. And the answer is you no way and i i only oh okay then i guess uh i i guess statement made now he goes on mention that because this is an, an insidious it's the insidious movement of them to take over absolutely everything you know so those of us who do have any power and i do have a little bit uh, in terms of the control of the publishing of my songs i do anyway so i will not be a party to this zuckerberg we want to thank you for considering this project. We feel that the core sentiment of this song is still so prevalent and necessary today, which speaks to how timeless a work is true. And yet they want to, they want to subjoin it. They want to use it to make Facebook and Instagram even bigger and more powerful than it already is so that it can continue to censor all of us in this room and prevent this story about Julian Assange getting out to the general public so the general public could go, what? What? No. They were at this press conference about Julian Assange when Roger Waters told this story. And and don't get me wrong, I uh, uh, hate it when I agree with the man. But there is something to be said for why in the world would I help Zuckerberg or Dorsey over at Twitter or Sundar Pichai over at Google or Tim Cook, even at Apple. At least Apple's trying on the on the uh, security front and on the privacy front. Why would I help them hurt us? They're bad people, and we need to be a little more clear. They are indeed not doing the right thing. The vast majority of the people who work there, certainly not the totality, but the vast majority are also bad people. They don't believe in free speech. They don't believe in descending viewpoints getting out. They want to silence people. They find it sexually thrilling. Yeah, I mean, how else to say it? They love the power. 
They love the power. They love being able to control. They love it when you get upset and it makes them feel satisfied. Yes, 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 yes. Probably have themselves a cigarette afterwards. These are low class and low ranked people. Anybody who believes, well, your words could hurt people so they shouldn't be allowed, that's a low class and low rent person. Yes, your words can hurt people. And not enough of a reason not to allow people their words. Well, it's their platform. Oh, interesting take. Interesting take indeed. I find it funny that we apply the public accommodation to restaurants and to hotels, but we don't apply it to the social media platforms and to the tech. The, 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 the idea that the restaurant has to serve the person in front of them, why can't they be able to decide they don't serve Jews? They don't serve black people. They don't serve white people. They don't serve gay people. They don't serve this. They don't serve that. They don't serve the other. It's their business. They should be able to do what they want. But no, we create laws that say you must do this or you must do that. The big tech guys, they don't have to follow that. And it's what we say. You know what I mean? They would just, boom. This is, this is where the fight is. These people do not deserve our respect. They do not deserve our love. They just don't. So they're not gonna they're not gonna get it. They're not gonna get it. I thought it was a pretty interesting clip from from Roger Waters. Have I gotten into the NASA story? Have you heard the NASA story? Do I have time for the NASA story, producer Ari? Yeah, yeah, you got a minute and a half. I'm gonna take the NASA story. NASA puts out a tweet. We're launching Mission Equity. A comprehensive effort to assess how to expand access to our programs and examine potential barriers and challenges that exist for historically underrepresented underrepresented and underserved communities. Guys, guys, what the hell does equity mean? You don't know. As someone put on Twitter, critical space theory, which is pretty genius if you ask me. You don't know what equity means. Equity is not equality of opportunity. Equity is equality of outcome. And it's not what I want in NASA. However, if you tell me like a good business owner, you're going to go out there and you're going to go find the best people in all the corners. And you're going to let all the corners of society know that NASA is a place for them, that they are welcome. And most importantly, they can get there. Well, that's fine. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. But when you call it mission equity... I mean, you're, you're full of crap. And I love NASA. I, I have a, a spot in my heart for NASA. And I, and I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. It should be all about the private sector. But I do. I'm a sucker, I tell you. But this is garbage. You just want to be woke. Reach out to people and say, hey, NASA's a place for you. No matter what your story. Mission equity. You don't know what it means and you're saying it. Oh, Stop it, you're making us sick. I'm Tony Katz. So, of course, the big story is Biden and Putin. They're in, in Russia. Not in Russia, they're in Geneva. 
having uh, this meeting. And what will come of that meeting, of course, is the big question, whether or not Joe makes a fool of himself and how that all plays out. Never, Not how the media plays it, how we actually know it went will matter. Tony Katz, great to be with you on Tony Katz today. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. And, of course, go to TonyCats.com and get everything. And when people say, why are you always saying, you know, oh, the worst of Joe Biden, he won't be able to handle it, and he gets himself so uh, confused, why do you think he's such a buffoon? Mm, I don't know. Why do I? Harris-Biden administration. You have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black got hairy legs that turn that 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 turn uh, um, blonde in the sun we hold these truths to be self-evident all men and women created by the go you know the you know the thing say it ain't so joe this was the other day joe biden he's uh talking about syria but he confuses it with libya not once, not twice, but thrice. Where um, we could work together with Russia, for example, uh, in, uh, in Libya. We should be opening up the, 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 the passes to be able to go through and provide, uh, provide uh, um, food assistance and economic assi- I mean, vital assistance to uh, a population that's in real trouble. I think I'm going to try very much hard to... Uh, it is. And by the way, there's places where I shouldn't be starting off and negotiating in public here, but let me say it this way. Russia has engaged in activities which are, we believe are contrary to international norms, but they have also um, uh, bitten off some real problems they're going to have trouble chewing on. And, for example, the rebuilding of... Uh, of, uh, of Syria, of, uh, of Libya, of, you know, this is, they're there. And as long as they're there without the ability to bring about some order in the, in the region, and you can't do that very well without providing for the basic economic needs of people. So I'm hopeful that we can find an accommodation that where we can save the lives of people in, for example, in, uh, in Libya, uh, that... Uh, Yeah, that's messed up. It's okay to say that is messed up. He doesn't remember what it is he's saying. That's a legitimate, legitimate problem. And people are allowed to say, hmm, I'm concerned that Joe Biden might not have it all together. I have been saying, of course, that I think Joe Biden has it more together than we think. Because Joe Biden, I think, very much enjoys sticking it to Republicans. I think he is, by nature, uh, a, a nasty dude, right? He can come off as, as all genial and, 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 and you know grandfatherly and do those things. But I think his default is, uh, is he likes to fight. I think that's who he is. But I shouldn't let that get in the way of evidence that maybe, just maybe, 
he ain't all right. Maybe, just maybe, there are problems. Again, we're watching what happens. We're going to keep our eyes on it. And, and as we discussed, the transfer of power in Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu out as prime minister, Naftali Bennett in as prime minister, this very, very weak coalition that they have in Israel. This is where the danger is. Said those words, this is the danger. Well, there have been airstrikes in Gaza because Palestinians launched balloons into Israel. They're, they're not just balloons. They're balloons that start fires. That, that, that's what they do. They're incendiary balloons. They get launched over the fence. They fall. They start fires. Started 20 fires. 20. That's what happened. So we should be clear that this is, of course, a test to see what's going to happen. This is, of course, uh, one of the, one of the big things here is well, you, you see how violent uh, you see how violent the the Israelis are even under this this new leadership. This is why this is why you got to get rid of all of Israel because you you can't you can't work with these people. They're just they're just so incredibly violent. That's, that's what that's the plan. But we said this was going to come. We said this exact thing was going to happen, that you were going to have violence, that you were going to have this, this moment of danger. And it has played out in every single way. It has played out exactly as we predicted. Now, I just came across this. This is, this is special. If you want to know why it is that we cannot trust media, this was Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton on, uh, was it with Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski, his lover. Talking about the 2020 election. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why, why in the world would the 2020 election come up? Well, one of the questions is about will this meeting produce, uh, the meeting today between Biden and Putin, produce any de- deliverables? Well, Mika, you're absolutely right. We've lost four years. And the fact that uh, President Biden will come very well prepared, uh, he has uh, a a very uh, strong uh, team around him, Uh, I think it will be cutting to the chase. You know, when you deal with Putin uh, one-on-one or in a bilateral setting, uh, especially while the cameras are there, you're going to see a lot of what, uh, you know, I I saw clearly as mansplaining, but it's also uh, showing... Uh, a sense of, uh, you know, almost indifference and uh, even a little disdain toward uh, your counterpart. Uh, the last meeting I was in with him as Secretary of State was with President Obama uh, at the G20 in uh, Mexico. He kept us waiting for 45 minutes. Uh, it was a deliberate uh, attempt to. Wait, 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 what? True story. This was before COVID. I had a doctor's appointment. 
I had a doctor's appointment. Tell me if you've ever done this, because to date, I'm the only person I know who has ever done this. I get there. My appointment is at, let's say, 3 o'clock. I'm just making up the time. I don't remember the time. I'm, I got there 10 minutes before. My appointment's at 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock comes. They haven't called on me. I start the timer in my head. At 3.30, when I still wasn't in seeing the doctor, I went to the desk and said, I don't wait 30 minutes for my doctor. I'm leaving. The look that the nurses and the staff gave me wasn't one of anger. It was one of complete and total disbelief because everybody waits for the doctor. It's the doctor. Oh, yes, doctor. Oh, right away, doctor. Oh, you look so handsome, doctor. Oh, you were just terrific, doctor. Everybody waits for the doctor. Doctor this and doctor that and doctor the other. I waited 30 minutes. I'm not waiting for the doctor. He's my doctor. I like the guy. I didn't wait 30 minutes. Or I waited 30 minutes and then I left. That's, that's the time I give. You waited 45 minutes for Vladimir Putin? You didn't get up and leave? You waited 45 minutes for Putin? Can we discuss just the weakness in that statement? Holy crap! That, that's the story. That is ball game. Are you kidding? I had not heard this, guys. I had not heard this audio. I was just, I was looking through some things. Some things are coming up. I'm always checking. Saw this. I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. <sighs> are you kidding? Oh my gosh. Another true story. True story. This one's personal. Producer Ari, write it down. Write it down. I met my wife um, in, in a very, very unconventional way. Um, God, can I tell this story? You told it before. I, did I tell you that I met my wife while she was on a date with somebody else? Yeah, dude, I know I could recite the story for you. Okay. Okay. I, di I didn't realize I told the story. Uh, uh, my uh, my uh, wife was on a date with somebody else who introduced her to me in a, in a way of bragging. Right. And and I had a I had a restaurant at the time and and it was he, he was trying to seem big. Oh, I know the owner. And, and that, 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 that's true story. That's how we met. I, I couldn't tell you the dude's name, but thank you, dude. Appreciate that. Um, uh, so so here is 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 the story. We hit it off right from the beginning in, in, in a way that was ir irrational. Right. In, in in the Hebrew, it's 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 called Beshert. Like like it was meant to be. It, and we we it, we often discuss the fact that we only went on one date. We had one date, our first date, and it was like, okay, this is the thing. And we even tried breaking up. We tried doing other things. It never took. This this was this this was right. I am one. I am in a rather happy marriage. Could could not be happier. Just delightful. Oh, crazy about it. But it was. We'll call it our third or or fourth date. And she was going to come by my place, and then we were going to go out. And 30 minutes went by. Actually, I think I gave her 40 minutes. I think I actually did give her an extra 10 minutes. 40 minutes went by. This is the woman I would end up marrying. And I got in my car, 
And I left. I'm leaving. I lived in an apartment at the time. I'm leaving the apartment complex. She's coming in. And she's like, where are you going? I said, what do you mean, where am I going? It's 40 minutes. I left. I do not sit around because I'm supposed to somehow just be a boy pining. Pining for the girl. Pining for the affection of a world leader who wants to destroy me. You waited 45 minutes. Holy crap! I can't get over that. I cannot get over that. I will, I, I, like, like, I will never get over Macho Grande. I will never get over this. That is a, I didn't even get to the part that I thought it was about. Should I, should I play a little more? What other nuggets? Hillary Clinton has for us? Okay, all right, you asked for it. I'll do it. Try to, in some way, uh, gain an upper hand. None of that will happen now. I think that uh, the way that this has been stage managed, a quick handshake, no photo spray that goes on and on where people can say things, getting in and out of the room, getting down to business, no joint press conference, those are really strong uh, diplomatic signals about what it is we expect. We expect an open, you know, straightforward conversation. And that's Joe Biden writ large you know let, let's talk about what we're going to do going forward vladimir because you know clearly we've sanctioned you if that doesn't stop you and and stop you from letting cyber criminals attack our infrastructure whether it be our energy delivery system our hospitals or whatever else you are going to face even more serious consequences as does anybody believe that does anybody believe that there will actually be more serious consequences and by the way nice to say joe biden handles Putin better than than uh, uh, Barack Obama did. That's that is one heck of a way to speak about uh, the, the the president you served. Jeepers! Meanwhile, according uh, to uh, uh, the the White House, uh, the meeting's over a little earlier uh, than uh, than we thought. Huh? Right? Meetings all done. Meetings all set. All finished. Well, I should I should say earlier. I mean, it basically was like a like an hour ago. But I guess they're just letting it loose. I don't know. Maybe it came out earlier. I didn't see it. What happened? What got said? What will be done from it? What are the deliverables? We don't know. We may never know. Or we may have hear what the spin is, and then we'll have to kind of decode what it really means. I'm betting on that. Barack Obama waited 45 minutes for Vladimir Putin to show up. I'm never going to get over that. I'm Tony Katz. So it's a flight from San Francisco to Las Vegas. And usually fights happen on the way back. Usually heading to Vegas, everyone's super happy. Oh, super happy. They're going to Vegas. They're going to win so much. They're going to hang by the pool. All the free drinks. Everybody's high-fiving. Who couldn't love the trip to Vegas? Way back from Vegas. Well, you lost all your money. You probably got some kind of venereal disease. And and you're hungover. And you're dehydrated. And your head's just pounding. Well, that's when the fights can begin. Never when you're going. Doesn't even make any sense. 
Tony Katz, so good to be with you guys. Tony Katz today. Well, they're in San Francisco. They're getting on a flight, and these two guys, they get into a fight. Why? Because they both go to sit down in their seats, and they start fighting over the armrest, and who's going to place their elbow there? Elbow room, elbow room. Got you, got to get us an elbow room. It's the West Over. What in the... Look, I, uh, the inability for people to act right on a plane honestly could be a daily segment on this show, and it drives me nuts. Act normal. No, no matter who you are, it doesn't matter how big you are, it doesn't matter what you think, you're not entitled to the entire armrest. You want your own armrest, get a first-class seat, or may I suggest flying private. You don't get it all. You guys, you got to figure it out. Hey, you know, and talk to somebody. Hey, man, you're more comfortable this way. You're more comfortable that way. Uh, what's up? Split it by time. An hour for you, an hour for me. Boom, whatever he's got to do. Be normal. A fight over the armrest? Damn. Look at that. Crazy. People don't know how to act. And they're, and they're proud of it. They're proud of it. I've got more to get to, including Andrew Cuomo did kill people. I'm Tony Katz.